Welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Man O'Clock Show, episode number two. We made it to episode two. Heard a thought. Thank you. Oh, that is such a relief to make it to number two. I said number two. It's awesome. I'm very, very excited to be back to the Man O'Clock Show, the podcast that dives into men's mental health with more swagger than your morning organic soy decaf chiric latte. A fewer side effects than your old man's old spice aftershave. It's a show that leaves you smelling like a champion without the overwhelming scent of the 70s. I did not write that. Well, I got applause. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be buzzing that one too. Yeah, thanks. Really bad writing, but let's go with it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you to everybody that gave us some great feedback, or gave me some great feedback on email, on LinkedIn. Have some really good feedback, I can tell you. And the overwhelming feedback was that. Where's the fart jokes? There was far too many fart jokes. So we're going to cut it back and move on. All right? That's, that's what we're here for is to, to move on and give the people what they want. No more fart jokes, I promise. Yep. So let's, let's keep it moving, shall we? Yep, we're back and we are having a lot of fun today. We've got a great guest. Here he comes now. Yep, he is a pilot and one of the great guys of the Man O'Clock show. I'll introduce him in a minute. Well, I'll let him introduce himself as we do here at the Man O'Clock show with the Man O'Clock Towers elevator. We introduce our guests in the elevator as they go to the penthouse of the Man O'Clock Towers. Now, this guest, let me give you the very brief background, certainly from my perspective and my involvement with this gentleman. Andre Whiteman is his name. And a few of you are thinking, ah, I know him. And you probably do. He... He's quite prolific in the Movember space here in Brisbane in particular, and certainly in the defence um, contractors, defence suppliers and so forth. He is huge in that area and a very big advocate for men's mental health, be it, um, well, men's health, sorry, mental health, testicular health, ugh, prostate health, double, ugh, and he was someone that was a very big influence on me from my days when we both worked for a very big American global aircraft manufacturer. Hello, Boeing. And I guess about five years after I left there, he reached out to me. He obviously sensed something wasn't quite right. And we rekindled our friendship. And little did I know that he was actually a mental health first aider and had recognised something. So he followed the mental health first aid action plan of algae as we call it uh approach the person 
listen and communicate non-judgmentally. Give support and information. Encourage the person to get appropriate professional help, which he did, and encourage other support. So the first part was approach, and he did that, and we've stayed in touch ever since, and he's been uh, one of my cheerleaders on the side, and I've got a few very grateful for them all. So I am pumped to be able to introduce Andre to you today, and he should be out of his aeroplane there any minute, and we'll we'll bring him in, we'll get him into the elevator, and he will give his elevator pitch and give you a better flavour of what he's all about. And I'm so excited to have our very first guest today on the Man O'Clock Show. So let's find a really good filler to take us across to introducing Andre. He's in the building. Let's go over to him. You can tell I'm dragging it out, can't you? Mm-hmm. Let's go to Andre. Oops, got the other one playing there. Jesus. There it is. And here he is, Andre Whiteman. Um, welcome, Andre. Uh, let's get you into this elevator. Oh, there we go. Excellent. Yeah, excellent. Well, uh, hey, uh, it's great to be in the elevator with you, Nick. People will start talking if we uh, <laughs> we get in here at the same time too much. But um, <laughs> look, tell you uh, a little bit about myself, and I, you know, I think uh, I saw Nick's uh, Nick's post on Instagram. Uh, it may, may have talked me up a little bit, but uh, <laughs> yeah, dad with uh, with four kids, three of them boys. Um, I've uh, flown some aeroplanes for a living, and now I fly a desk. I've been uh, been around the uh, round sort of aviation industry and defence industries and all sorts of things for for a while. Um, I uh, I'm uh, you know, I'd like to say I'm I'm young at heart, but uh, I suppose getting uh, I'm I'm over the uh, over 50 years of age now, only just, but just there. Um, I've uh, I've done in my background. I've done some psychology. I uh, did that at uni. Uh, that that had a very good outcome because I met my wife there. <laughs> um, but I'm also a mental health first aider, uh, and I'm a big proponent of uh, proactive mental and physical health. Um, my short pitch to people is, you know, it's um, for, for both your mental and your physical health, much better to ride the wave than um, deal with the crash afterwards. Um, and learning to do that is, a, is a, great, a great skill. Excellent. That's your elevator pitch? We can get out of the elevator now? Oh, there we go. We're out. You're right to go, mate. You're right to keep going. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> this is good. We're doing this on Zoom, so this is really, um, this is really good. So let's just get some um, background. So, Andre, thank you. Um, great to have you on the show, and really appreciate your your elevator pitch. You're the first person in the elevator with me. The first ever guest on the Man O'Clock Show. But also, you were the first, well, one of the first walkers with me on the monthly Mary Meander back in 2020. So there's a few firsts happening for us. Bit of a trend. Now, I don't know if it's a problem, Nick, but everything you just said was sounded like you're uh, swimming through treacle. Oh, um, okay. And Let's talking have a look underwater. At the audio but, settings. Um, okay. Uh, the microphone I might can, change. Uh, I, I, I kind of had an idea what you wanted to ask me. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> oh, Ned. Okay, you're back now. Okay, I can good. Now All I can right, hear. we're back on the same track. I just wanted to uh, look. You'll listen to it on the on the replay. Um, so, 
yeah, look, you are the first guest. And uh, as I just said, you're the, you're the first of many with the monthly Mary Meander being the founding walker with me on that three years ago and uh, celebrating our third year anniversary, which are you coming to the Meander this month? Look, I'm very much hoping to. Um, yeah, great. It's, uh, yeah, 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 because um, generally, um, and, and one of the things I, I do in my spare time is I run a lot. Um, yep. And so walking sometimes can be, I kind of go, whoa, but, um, <laughs> but no, no, I'm, I, you know, with the right people, I'm always happy to go for a walk. Yeah, good. Um, and, and look, uh, just on that, uh, you know, I just want to give you congratulations for both. But by starting that monthly meander, which I think is a, a fantastic uh, initiative, but also this podcast, um, mm. I've listened to I've listened to the first one, and Oof. I went, oh, geez, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, uh, pretty impressed and pretty happy to be uh, be invited and be involved with it. Well, as long as you don't do any fart jokes, we'll, we'll be fine. Um, oh, I've got, I've got you know, plenty of dad jokes. Plenty of dad <laughs> well, jokes. Well, dad jokes will from. be just as good. That's excellent. Yeah. Um, so I guess yeah, being Movember and our very. Um, very big focus on that this month for, for men's mental or men's health, really. Um, do you want to share us your, your personal journey with mental health and, and how it shaped your perspective on the importance of, of mental well-being? Yeah, look, and there are, there are a few parts to it. Um, as I said, you know, I've got a, a, a bit of a background in, in, uh, in psychology, which sort of interested me in, in uh, mental health. Um, but over my over my life, I've been throwing a few uh, a few curlies, um, yep. and you know that's both uh, you know I've had um, some some friends and uh, you know a partner of a friend and a father of a friend who have passed away from suicide, yep. Um, yep. which was you know, and particularly the first time that happened was very confronting. Um, mm. My my own brother and there was just the two of us. My own brother died um, quite young. He died at forty five. Um, Really, from some sort of poor life choices, uh, really would be the best way to put it. Um, yeah. But um, and also, you know, about a year after that, both of my parents passed away within about sixty six months of each other. Oh wow! So yeah, that was a um, that was a bit of a that that was a tough kind of period for me. Um, yeah. And um, that that probably you know um, that really sort of brought me to a place where I had to re had to had to deeply consider my me my own mental health mm. and how I yep. wanted to how I want to deal with it and how I wanted to go on with it um, I, you know look I've, I've I've been lucky that I've managed to keep uh, keep it under under control and on track uh, yep. mostly yeah um, and and look on top of that I've you know I've lived um, We've had a, a, a girl who was staying with us for a period of about 12 months um, who um, who uh, suffered from schizophrenia. Uh, my own, yeah, my own brother actually had bipolar. Mm. Um, and, you know, I've got, I've got actually quite a number of friends who've got uh, sort of anxiety or, or depressive disorders. Mm. Um, and, you know, I've, on, on, varying, on varying scales and, and um, you know, I've got, um, you know, good friends who are who are ADHD or uh, you know those sort of um, those sort of disorders, uh, and I, and I speak, say disorders without any any meaning of. Um, and you have to excuse me. Uh, no, no, because no. Because that no, com no. comes from comes from my psych background. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, look, yeah. yeah. Every, everyone's got everyone's got their own little yeah. little psychological yeah. psychological makeup, mm. and you know, some some of it some of it gets some of it gets. Um, 
labelled and some of it doesn't. Um, and some of it can be dysfunctional and some of it can't be. But look, yeah. short of that, yeah, look, I've, I've had, uh, you know, life's thrown me a few curlies and um, I've been, as I said, I've, I've worked out a few ways to, uh, to deal with that. And one of the things that, you know, that really has um, piqued my interest in and all those sort of experiences have, have really piqued my interest in mental health. And, and I tell my own kids, you know, there are, a few things you need to you need to do, um, and you need to keep them under control of. It's you know it's your physical health, your mental health, and your community. And yep. um, I can talk a bit later about that 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 side of it. But those three things don't exist independently. Yep. Um, you know your physical health is determined by your mental health, as your mental health can be determined by physical health. Yeah, good. Yep. Um, and so I, those two things to me are very closely linked. Um, and the, the community side of it is is a is a whole um, yeah that would take a little while to unpack about how all the all the things that involves both you know partners and and close friends and wider yeah. groups and that sort of stuff yeah 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 okay and, and November is a very big thing for you um, it's quite a no noteworthy initiative promoting men's health can you give us a little bit more info about your involvement in Movember? Uh, from a fundraising perspective, I, I believe you're the ambassador for for your organisation where you're working at the moment. What's you know what's your big hope for Movember in terms of what it can achieve for for men's health? Look, I yeah, I, I am a I am a big proponent of Movember. Um, it, it's not only you know they, they've um, one of the one of the years they said you know doing good having fun and that's one of the things about Movember. It is a it is a little bit um, it can be a little bit long. Lighthearted, and um, certainly if you if you if this was a video and you can see my mate, you'd see why it's called it lighthearted. Um, but <laughs> look, I'm better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Bet, better in terms of Mo's, it can be uh, can can be a, a blessing or a curse. But look, um, you know, I've been doing Movember for um, quite a while. Uh, I think on, on my profile, it's got 13 years. I think it's been a little bit longer than that. But yeah. look, it's around 13 wow. years, and it it's. Um, it, it's driven by a couple of things. One, um, men are men are uh, grossly overrepresented in suicide. Uh, men are grossly over overrepresented in mental health problems. Yeah. Um, and you know, in Australia, we we live four years less than women. Um, now, that's um, that's that's uh, that's something we need to change. Um, and that's not to not to say that it's it's all about men's health. And, and when you look at you look at um, Movember, the, the things that they look at are, are you know prostate cancer and testicular cancer, um, and sort of mental health and suicide prevention. And you know okay, so you know prostate cancer and, and uh, testicular cancer they're kind of pretty much men issues. But um, the, the the mental health and, and suicide prevention that's something that that should resonate with everyone yep. because that's yep. really important. Um, and as the, the father of sons, um, and yeah, as a friend of friend of lots of blokes, um, I just think we, we you know we need to do better. Mm. Um, and Movember as an organisation, I I really um, I really like. They are doing a, a bunch of work. Um, they've funded, um, you know, I think about a I think the. Oh, I'd have to double check their website, but I close. It's I think it's a billion dollars worth of research wow. into into those wow, into those okay. um, yep. those conditions, and they do some really good some really good work um, mm. around that. And it, 
when you look at the when you look at the things that are causing men to die too young, um, they're all over it. And you know, it's something that I, I'm I'm really proud to be involved with, um, and something that I I love uh, I love doing. Um, so it it it's um, my my primary goal in it really is around and and my passion really is about mental health um, and particularly about as I was saying earlier really about proactive um, proactive mental health um, yeah, yeah. and um, you know that's something that I think uh, that I I do in November and um, but but the other thing you know I do love to uh, I love, do love to get some some raise some funds and and uh, get some money into the organisation because. It's yeah. like like most health initiatives. Um, there's not enough money to go around um, from from the government. So uh, you know what we can what we can do to help is uh, is always greatly appreciated. Yeah, great. And we'll we'll certainly touch on that at the um, at, at the end as we wrap things up. From a personal perspective, what do you find is the the most effective um, way to maintain your own mental health? Obviously, you're an avid runner. That's obviously one big thing that's important to you. What else do you do to to keep that yeah, black dog at bay, if you like? Yeah, look, I, uh, that's um, you know, and that does take me back to the story of that time where I did experience um, some pretty significant loss in a short period of time, yeah. and that's what really, you know, look, I'd always sort of run a little, and you know, sort of maybe once a week or something like that, and um, when that occurred, I I. Um, at the same time, I really got um, back into running in a in a pretty big way, and that's provided me with a couple of different things. Um, both, um, I think the when when I first started running, I was running by myself, and that I, I needed that time just by myself to process what was going on, um, yeah. and and running can be a great time to do that. But more than that. Um, what it's brought me is a is a, a fantastic community, um, and just a whole bunch of people that I now um, are some of my closest friends. Yeah. And one of the things you know, if you ever want to know how someone's, you want to want to learn about someone's background, want to learn how they're doing, um, go for a run or go for a walk with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Being able to talk to someone, not looking at them eye to eye. You know, walking alongside of someone yep. can be a really powerful way, and particularly, you, you know, and I, I say this again in, with with November in mind, particularly men um, yep. who, you know, they can have lots of friends and they can they can have lots of chats, but they'll often be pretty superficial chats. And yep. I've, yep. it's something I've I've spoken about with my wife. You know, women tend uh, on on um, on average to to uh, to get into the uh, get into the emotions of things and and talk about yep. talk yep. about their issues a lot easier than men will and yep. um, I've actually been having some conversations with people around this uh, just in the last few, few few weeks about why that might be the case but um, yep. it just it just is and um, yeah you know I've I've had some fantastic times with people just uh, just uh, you know banging out the kilometres yeah yeah absolutely um, and being around a campfire, I imagine, would be be quite helpful as well. Yeah, look, there is, and that's the thing, you know. Um, I, I, one of one of my uh, one of my problems financially is probably I drink a lot of coffee after I go running. So, <laughs> um, one of the, one of the things we and it is, yeah, one of the things you do is after it, you kind of uh, if you've done it right, you're probably a bit stuffed, and so you sit yep. down, and most times I'm in the morning, and and um, and we'll sit and have a coffee and a chat. But yeah, I when when I think about that. 
there, there are a couple of other things that um, that for me have been really, really good ways to keep my mental health in a good place. And and the probably the the, the you know I, of course having having a having a loving partner and yeah. um, is is you know that's that's a that's a pretty strong. Uh, pretty pretty strong way to keep yourself well, um, but not everyone not everyone's got that. And and again, you know, my wife and I actually met doing psych, so we've got, <laughs> you know, we, we have some interesting conversations, and they they can mm. go on for a great great period of time. Mm. What sorry, what did you really mean by that? Yeah, um, you know, so so, but look, um, the other couple of things though, you know, I've. Um, I've got a. I probably describe myself as an optimistic person, um, yeah. generally, yeah. and yeah. Um, within that, I've, there is a there is a um, there's a body of work around learned optimism. Um, now, you know, blind optimism is not a good thing. Um, mm. Sometimes you do need to be pessimistic. It's a bit like uh, you know when you talk about anxiety. Anxiety when it's out of control is terrible. Mm. Um, you know, yeah. but, but sometimes a little bit of anxiety about things can actually spur you to action. So. Um, yeah. No, I, I, look, optimism. I think generally is a, optimism is a, is a good thing to have. I, one of the things that I did find some comfort in when when I was going through those tough times was some of the the Stoics mm. um, and and Marcus Aurelius and and some of the stuff they gave it to. Now, I you know I, I wouldn't say I'm a I'm a I'm a dead set Stoic. I'm a bit too empathetic for that. Is it Ryan um, Holiday or Ryan Holiday that that is a big proponent oh. of that? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. I think it is. Yep. Yeah. Look, I, I go, I go back to the some of the really early, early Roman things, and there are some really interesting, um, really interesting uh, Insta pages on 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 Stoics. But anyway, yeah. Um, look, you know, it, it, it's just it's an interesting way to to approach. And it was, it, you know, the funny thing is, it was when I was a when I was a teenager. Um, you know, I grew up. You know, I went to all Catholic schools and and grew up in an Orthodox church and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. I was very interested in Taoism, and, and um, some of the stuff in Taoism is is a little bit similar to some of the stuff in, in um, Stoicism, and that's that's about understand, you know, and it's it, look, it's something that I also uh, teach people um, or talk to people with anxiety is understanding your locus of control. Yeah. So yeah. understanding that there's stuff that you can't do anything about, yeah. and so the stuff you, you you can't do anything about, there's not much point in worrying about it mm. because. Um, you know, it's it's like uh, as, the, as that song went. You know, it's like chewing gum to, to solve an algebra <laughs> equation. You know, it's it just doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah, um, sunscreen song. I think that was. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and look, the other the other one. Um, one one of the things that one of my kids uh, brought home, and I just went, "What a fantastic idea this was!" And uh, it's not nothing original. But I've got a list of things that I'm grateful for. Yep. Uh, now I've got a different name for it that came from. Uh, Came from a guy I used to work with, which was kissed on the um, kissed on the cheek by the good luck fairy. Uh, but um, <laughs> you know, look, it, it literally is. I, you know, it's a list, and I, I go back to it every now and again, particularly if I'm feeling like I'm getting a bit of a raw deal, or I'm feeling a bit uh, a bit like the uh, the universe is uh, universe is treating me like a, a statue uh, being the pigeon. And um, I just go, no, look, there's there's a whole bunch of things that I am just intensely grateful for, and. Um, that you know, in terms of, in terms of putting you in a positive emotional state, um, that's a really good one. Yeah. Um, y- you mentioned you mentioned exercise. I think um, exercise is a, it's only just starting to be recognised as potentially stronger, um, a, 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 
having a stronger effect than some antidepressives on people yeah. with depressive disorders. Yeah. yeah. And you know, look, yeah, okay, I'm I'm a bit bit weird that I do love to run, uh, but um, you know, I run, <laughs> I row, and I do various things. But look, I, yeah. you know, I, I, it is. It's a, it, it is a, a fantastic thing for your mental health. Mm, and yeah. as I said, the, the thing that it's not just, it's not just the exercise though, it is the community of people that yeah. you can build, yep. you build around you. And, and it's interesting, you know, that I, I, I've seen this with, um, with everyone who does some sort of sport or, or physical, uh, physical activity, you know, that it's rare that they do it by themselves. Even, yep. um, you know, I'm, I'm mates with some, uh, I'm, I'm mates with some um, sort of ultra ultra marathoners, and even they, you know, they like yeah, okay, they spend a bit of time by themselves, just yep. just banging out pavement. But um, you know, they are they're social, they are social creatures. Yep. Um, so that's something that I think is really um, that yeah, that you know, and it's a combination of those things, and those yep. things in yep. in various measure and at various times have been. Um, really positive uh have had a really positive impact on my own my own mental health and hopefully allowed me to help some other people as well well you helped me so that was something that i i said a part of the intro that we um caught up a few years ago yeah quite a few years ago now and utilizing your your mental health first aid was something that was apparent to me and encouraged me to go on and do my mental health first aid certificate and now being an instructor, so that was something yeah, that was really yeah. important to me was having you yep. around without you really knowing it was just something that had a really profound effect on me. So you lived on it. And when I was talking about the fireplace before, <laughs> you might notice there's a bit of a fireplace soundtrack going on in the background. So I was just doing that <laughs> as a segue and I didn't get a chance to say, oh, there's a fire going on in the background. So anyway, um, yeah, so that, that value of, of community is something that, that is really good combined with with movement. I don't like to say the word exercise because a lot of people glaze over when they hear the word exercise, but I think if you say the word movement, it, it, it softens the blow a little bit for yeah. them as well. So I guess, you know, from your psychological studies background and your mental health first aid background, how yep. do you encourage others to have an open conversation around mental health, both um, in your own life, but also in the communities that you engage with, like the running community, for example, uh, your work community in particular, being the ambassador for, for your company in November. Talk us through yeah. that. Yeah, okay. Um, look, there, there are a couple of things. Um, in, in our own workplace, um, and one of the things that I'm, I'm, um, I'm very big on is the complete destigmatizing of mental health. Yeah. Uh, to yeah. say I've got I'm, um, I've got an anxiety disorder, or to say, uh, you know, I'm a bit, I'm feeling a bit depressed. Should be no yep. different to saying, I've got a cold. Yep. Uh, I've got to take yeah, a couple right. of days off. Yep. Got flu. Uh, broke my leg. You know, yep. like yep. Th that. To me, it's, it. You know, we've worked, and I'm, I'm really pleased to please say in our workplace, it, you know, it, it is. Uh, mm. We've, we've got that. That people are quite happy to say, hey, look, uh, I'm going to take a mental health day because yeah, I'm good. really struggling at the moment or yeah. something like that. So yeah. that look, that's one of the things I think. But but that kind of culture takes time yep. takes time to build. Yeah. Um, you think it's changing though? Yeah. Look, I, I you know it well. Hi, it is it is where I hang around <laughs> because I, <laughs> I, I work on that. I kind of work on that every day. But yeah. Um, you look. I think it is. I think it is. Um, and certainly my kids, my own kids who are and I say kids, so they're twenty to twenty six now, and um, 
they they are quite happily talk about their yeah you know, they they're quite open about talking about their mental state yeah. and their mental health. Um, I, you know, I think the the other things that are important. Um, it's it's hard to get self awareness, uh, but self awareness is a, is a is a strong one. And I come back to the riding the wave um, analogy that if you can if you can get some self awareness or have uh, you know an idea of how your own psyche works and and that sort of self evaluation and, uh, and self introspection is a, is something that you really get to do um, in the in the modern world where you yeah. uh, you know you you're banging out on social media or you mm. you, you know you never have a spare moment but if you if you understand that maybe you are feeling a bit anxious you're feeling a bit blue um, Recognizing the signs that that's happening, and having the toolkit to say, well, if that occurs, what am I going to do now? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you know, and and I talk, and I, I, I talk about pe- people who suffer from depression on this. That if if you are in a in a really depressed state, the problem is you don't reach out because you couldn't be asked. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you just don't have you you, you don't think it's worth it. So yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, this this is about riding the wave. Hey, look, I'm feeling a bit down. I'm starting to feel a bit blue. Maybe I need to talk to someone. Yeah. Um, the uh, part, you know, and where so that's that's sort of in yourself. Yeah. In in between people, and um, one of the things that I'm I'm um, you know I, I try and raise up every year, both at work and around people, is the are you okay sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and. You know, it's one thing to ask the question, are you okay? But with the people that you're closest with, and that whether that's your family, your friends, your workmates, if you if you know them well, you can tell when things aren't. You, you, yeah. you sort of get an indication things aren't right. Yeah. Now, that that's a that's an interesting... It, it, there's a little bit to unpack with that because yeah. part of that is... Um, if you are, if you, if you're unemployed, or you, um, you know, you, you are a bit of introvert, you're a bit of an introvert, so you don't sort of hang around a lot of people. You don't, mm. um, you don't get that energy from other people. Yeah. That can be hard, a little bit harder to do because you, you don't have as wide a community. But, but I, I don't think anyone's, anyone's completely an island. And uh, you know, if, if you are in any community or any workplace or any family that you're in, if if you can make meaningful relationships with people, that's when you actually discover whether they're, you know, you you, you get you get to know whether they're themselves. Yeah. Now, um, like you'd you'd know um, from the mental health first aid training. You, know, you train you you teach it now, but it's stuff that we learned. But it's you know stuff that we also covered at, at uni that there are signs that people are in a really bad way yeah. Um, yeah. psychologically. Yeah. Um, and particularly, you know, when you talk about suicide prevention, there, you know, there are a whole bunch of sort of markers around that kind of stuff. So, yeah. um, that's one thing. Um, and also, you know, one one of the really hard things I think with mental health first aid up, but it's something that, and um, I, I'm also a, a, an actual first aider. So, yeah, and yeah. the two things for me are like, yeah, they're the they're they're so close to each other. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, you know. You need to be able to ask someone, um, "Are you uh, are you thinking about suicide? Yeah. Um, are you thinking about self harm?" And yeah. you know that can be that can be really confronting for yeah. people to ask someone else. Yes, yes, definitely. 
but it is possibly the most important question you can ask someone. Yeah, absolutely. Wholeheartedly agree. And I think that there is a myth there too that, oh, you mentioned the word suicide. You put that thought in their head, which I- I is a total myth. So actually verbalising and saying that word suicide can really have a very big impact. Oh, on the oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, and look, preaching to the choir here, but, you know, uh, yeah, it, yeah it, it, 100%. That, that's a really important thing. But, but also, you know, part of asking people about their mental health can be, can be really hard for people. If, yeah. you, you know, if, you're, not, if you're not confident, maybe, maybe you're not confident in your own mental health or mm. um, you don't know what, they, what to say when they say, no, I'm not okay. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the joy, the joy of, uh, the joy of modern, modern world is, uh, mate, check out Are You OK? Or check out yep. the Movember or check yep. out any of the, the yep. Black Dog Institute or yep. uh, Beyond Blue. Yep. You know, they've got all sorts of tips there yep. to, to, you know, what to say when someone says, no, I'm not OK. Yeah. And um, the, that whole construct around Alec, you know, ask, listen, yep. encourage action, check in. Check in, yep, yep. Yeah. The, the, and and um, I'm gonna I'll put in a big plug there for the check-in bit because yeah. um, asking and listening is one thing you know that's good yeah, you, know, yeah. you can say uh, are you doing okay yeah. yeah and just follow up yeah. follow up and because part of what that does um, and, and I, I don't mean this in in uh, to be disingenuous but it it makes people feel like they're important yep um, they're yep. important to you. Yep. You know, you yep. go look. I, I spoke to you, spoke to you last week, and you weren't doing so well. I said you maybe talk to your GP. Yeah. Um, did you get there? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, and it, it just yep. just in the case you care, um, yep. and that can be that, you know that you know even the fact that someone the fact that someone cares yep. can be can be the difference Absolutely. between someone. Um, yeah. 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 I agree. It's that that element of I see you, I hear you, um, I've got you scenario yeah. and, and I thank Julie Gillespie for that and I'm stealing it Julie um, that, that's my new mantra because that element of being seen and heard is something very very important to any individual and you've just touched on that and that's why the ALEC model with Movember is so good that um, it, it allows people to, to be approached to talk to listen to um, and that check-in as you just said is so vitally important and that's something that you did exceptionally well with me is that after we caught up for for a coffee, there would be a phone call or a message in the following week from you or two weeks, whatever it was, and that was something that was that was really important to me that I was seen, I was heard, and supported. Yeah, well, mate, you're a special bloke. So <laughs> <I should> be. <laughs> no, this is not a mutual love society, um, <laughs> but but no, certainly that was something that was that really stood out, and I'm glad you really touched on that 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 element of. Uh, checking in uh, as it well. Yeah. So I, I guess the twofold this question is those that are hesitant to either reach out for help or those that are hesitant to lean in to give someone some help, do you have any message or advice on what uh, you would do based on your own experiences, how you would get over that hurdle of that awkwardness of either reaching out for help or as I said, leaning into someone and saying, hey, you're doing okay, mate. What's your advice there? Um, yeah, look, that, 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 that is hard. Um, mm. that, that, can be, that can be really, it can be really tough. Um, one, I, I will put a plug in for doing the mental health first aid training. Yep. Um, yep. Like first aid tra- training, um, 
I think it should be more widely adopted. Um, you know, you can save someone's life. Uh, yeah. Same thing with same with learning to do CPR. Uh, just do it. Just yeah. yeah. Forget forget thinking about it. Just do it. I know um, a really good instructor. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm awesome. Yeah. <laughs> He's one of the best I've I think I've ever seen. Yeah, I've I've heard something like that. Yeah, anyway. thank you. But okay, so look, that's that's part of it. But look, it, you know, it's. I, look, I recognise it's not for everyone to... It, it, not everyone has it within themselves to have those tough conversations. Yeah, yeah. Um, being a parent, I think, can help yeah. uh, because you're kind of used to having tough yeah. conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. of course. Um, but, but um, you know, it, it, it requires both the ability to listen um, and to listen actively yeah. Uh, which can which can be which can yeah, be spot uh, on. That's, that's something that you might difficult. need. Yeah, and look, no, some people, some people not. Uh, and this is the interesting thing that when when I did psych at uni, that um, you do communication, and yeah. and uh, again, I'll put a plug in for doing psych at uni. You want to do some general stuff at uni, just do some psych. It's it's fantastic. It's good life skills. Yeah. But uh, one of the things you do is communication, and you know, some people are just natural communicators. They just know. They've just grown up in families, or they've, um, you know, grown up with siblings, and that's just no, they know how to communicate. They know how to listen. Yep. They know how to yep. open, how to ask open questions, all kind of stuff. Some people just don't. Yeah. But it's that can you can learn that skill. Yeah. Uh, it's like negotiation. Yep. You can learn it. Yeah. Um, some people, yeah, some point. people got it, uh, but you can learn it. So, yep. um, uh, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to have a little bit of empathy. Um, and I think, um. A little bit of empathy could solve a lot of society's problems, really, <laughs> at the moment, <laughs> just quietly. Uh, but, but, but a little bit of empathy goes a long way. Um, yep. uh, you know, you you never know when um, when life's going to throw you a curveball, yep. and yep. and taking you know taking a bit of a walk in someone else's shoes can can be can be a really powerful thing for you to. To, to help protect yourself, yeah. uh, much less much less help them out. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, short answer, you know, uh, it there are there are a bunch of resources again from both Movember, Are You Okay, um, and and a whole bunch yeah, of lifeline yeah, Lifeline, you know, they've yeah. um, they've they've all got they've all got resources there that you can you can learn how to do that better. Yeah. Um, part of it part of it is you know working and, and again I. I Destigmatize mental health. You know, yeah, it, yeah. mental health is just it's, it's health. It's not mental health. It's health. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just, just you know, just it, 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 just just talk about talk talk. You know, sometimes you don't want to say, oh, I've got this really nasty rash. Um, you know, same thing. Oh, I've got this really nasty. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling. I feel a bit anxious. Hey, you, 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 you got to choose. You got to choose who you talk to about that. Yeah. Uh, but but. Um, but it shouldn't be any no, it shouldn't be any any different. Um, and and the important thing is when you listen to someone, uh, mate, no, there should be no judgment, no stigma. Yeah. Um, and and again, yeah. You, 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 um, the thing that the, the thing that that um, you know in, in that I that I've learned in mental health first aid particularly is, is exactly like first aid. Uh, in first aid, as a first aider, I'm I'm there to keep you alive till the ambulance gets there. Yeah. The yeah. ambulance is there Spot to get on. you to a hospital, to yep. the emergency department. The emergency yep. department's there to keep you alive till you see a specialist. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mental health. I'm there. Mental health first aider. I'm just there to I'm get I'm there to get you to I'm yep. there to get you to, to professional help. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
I'm I'm interested in going back and doing some further study to to maybe improve the the level of help that I can give. Yeah. Um, but yep. but as a as a mental health first aid or or as you know just a again just an empathetic friend. Yeah. Um, you don't you don't need to solve problems. Um, mm. you just need to you need to be able to get someone to say, you might need to talk to your GP. Yeah. Or yep. you know you might need you know have you ever thought to talk to someone about this like a psychologist or a counsellor or something like you know like that, you know you you've got to refer them to someone someone with the skills to deal with the issue they've got. Yeah. And uh, you know that's the same with any problem they've got. If they got yeah. a financial problem, mate, you don't want to go. Oh well, I reckon you should yeah. buy. Uh, the, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. You, Leave, leave, leave the advice to the experts. Yeah, mate, that is, I absolutely love that. And, yeah, mental health first aid, you're not there to diagnose. You're there to triage no, really no, 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 and no, steer no. them in the right direction. So you make a really a really good point. So, mate, that, um, yeah, there were some really good morsels of advice there that I hope people can take away from that. Now, the big $64,000 question is how do people find you to donate to... Movember, there's a, there's a, it does get a lot of airplay, but um, in terms of yourself in the in the good work that you've been doing, where do you steer people to make the donation or contact you to donate? Well, okay, uh, mate, hundred percent. Um, the probably the easiest way is to search me on Movember, or if you search me on any of the socials, um, yep. I'm I'm pretending I'm an influencer at the moment and putting out <laughs> stuff almost every day. Um, <laughs> But maybe uh, maybe you can you can um, throw something in the show notes. Yeah, uh, I will. With, with I a link, but will. yep. But um, yeah, look, I, I um, it's it's something that I you know I'm really happy to to be raising funds for November. But it's the the primary thing I want to do is raise awareness. And yep. um, I uh, for those people who uh, who throw some money my way and it's not they're not paying me for it, but it's just the easiest way to get it to them. Um, I've got a couple of work, a couple of sheets because you know, throughout November I, I kind of dice and slice it up into the first week I talk about mental health, yep. uh, suicide prevention, second yep. week's testicular cancer, this week's all about prostate cancer except today's yep. a bit different um, yeah, because yeah. it is, we are talking about, uh, we are on uh, White Ribbon Day so. Oh right, um, okay, yep. Yeah, yeah, so I talk about t- today, today's little video was all about White Ribbon Day and um, no, I, uh, the next week is about pulling it all together, and that's a whole yeah, bunch. Good. That's that's everything. But I, I'm just going to pull a, put a quick plug in for White White Ribbon Day while I'm here yeah, because yeah, that absolutely. is about um, yep. uh, about the prevention of violence against women. And yep. the reason that that that's kind of uh, fits right in with November is uh, very sadly 95% of of uh, assaults against women are men. Mm. And so I speak to the the Mo Bros, um, uh, you know, about this because, um, you know, that's where the solution lies. Now, you know, when I when I talk about when I talk about when you talk about mental health and suicide prevention, um, these are very complex problems, and and men dying before women, uh, younger than women, is is, a, is not a it's not a simple. It's not a simple problem to solve. You know, there, mm. there are a whole multitude of factors. Domestic violence, um, and particularly violence against women, is is very similar. But mm. yep. like like November um, and um, the the white ribbon um, white ribbon sort of foundation have a, a little acronym they call Stop 
which I would which I would encourage people to have a look at, or you can have a look at my uh, my socials. I did a little quick briefing on it this morning. Um, something a bit different to talking about uh, testicles or um, That's nuts. or prostates. Yep. For a week, for a week, every one of my visit, my videos started testicles. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that was, uh, but I'm, I'm over that. But it, um, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. So we, uh, but look, yeah, look, white white ribbon day today, and so that is an important one to remember. And and, and again, it's men about having respectful, uh, respectful um, attitudes and and relationships. Um, yeah. And you know, part of part of that is also stopping and listening. Um, and listening to people who um, might have, um, you know, either uh, you know might have stories or, or might have evidence of something that makes them uncomfortable, um, yeah, yeah. and 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 dealing with that. But uh, yeah, look, I won't I won't steal all their all their thunder. But um, sorry, I go back to the original question. November, yeah, look, search <laughs> for me. You can search on Movember.com. You can search for me, Andre Weidman. Yeah. Um, uh, you can get a link. Um, you, you can, if you find me on LinkedIn, um, I'm putting videos up there. I'm putting right. videos on Insta, putting videos on Facebook, because uh, I'm old enough to have friends on Facebook. Um, <laughs> and yeah, look, I, I, I'm, 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 um, I'm humbled when people, when people are able to donate. But even if you find it and have a look, um, hopefully, uh, I can raise awareness around some of these things. Yeah, um, great. And and um, you know that that's um, that's the biggest thing that I'm trying to do. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Um, well, thank you so much for for coming in today, and I will put that link on my LinkedIn as well as the show notes on the mentalhealthpack.com.au site. And um, very grateful for everything that you do. Also, with the help from my personal perspective as well, you've. Um, you walk the talk, so very grateful. We'll um, we'll throw some water on that uh, that fireplace uh, now and and guide you towards the elevator door. So thank you very very much for your time today, Andre. Nick, it's been it's been uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. There are a few things that I I am passionate about that I'm happy to talk about for um, <laughs> ad infinitum. Mental health is one of them. Um, running shoes probably another one. Of them. <laughs> but uh, but but certainly uh, look. More than happy to uh, more than happy to to be here, and quite honoured to be here as your uh, your first guest on the uh, on the program. Absolutely, that it's um, it's off to a good start. So thank you so very much. We'll get some applause for you. I think uh, in that. Thank you. We got it. All right, mate. Thank you very much. And um, well, the crowd has gone wild. And oh, jeez. Uh, there you go. Elevator door. And bugger off. I mean, see you later. <laughs> yep, yep. It's uh, it's lovely to see you. I'll go to the uh, I'll go to the ground floor. Thank you. Okay, see ya. Cheers. And Andre has left the building. That went a little bit longer than we allowed time for, but how good was that? Um, a lot of good morsels there from the man himself around men's mental health. Um, and we, we sort of went over to the domestic violence side of things as well, which was unscripted, but perfect timing. So very grateful for the big fella to, to come along and give us some very good insights from another perspective, but also 
from someone that has studied psychology at, at university and has a um, a different perspective on mental health for men and uh, other factors as well that uh, that contribute to positive men's mental health. Well, and being in Brisbane, that is the the cue to get the hell out of here. We. Um, going to start the chopper up. The Jet Ranger, the Man O'Clock Jet Ranger is starting up in the background. And we'll we'll head off. But look, a long, long episode, 48 minutes so far, but very grateful to everybody for your support. And as always, if you need to chat, talk, cry, vent, bleat, whatever, reach out. Whether it's to me or Beyond Blue, Movember, check their website out. Lifeline has a fantastic array of resources as does Beyond Blue so thank you so much for everybody that took the time to write me an email and sent me a note on LinkedIn uh, super excited so that's it episode 2 is out the house thanks so much have a great week have a great day have a great whatever enjoy your day ahead enjoy your night ahead whatever you're up to just loving this podcast if you're still listening thank you probably didn't do as many sound effects as I wanted to this week but hey and less parts yeah alright stay safe guys bye for now